0: Salem, Massachusetts, Thursday, October twenty-ninth. Hey, kitten, I'm home. Freya Amador stood at the threshold of her unlit apartment, her fingers resting upon the cold brass doorknob, and waited. Light from the communal hallway made a weak attempt to penetrate the blackness of her rooms, and failed, which was exactly how she wanted it. He only replied in the dark. She waited a moment longer, heart thumping in the silence of her held breath. It was so quiet, not even the tick of a clock. A waft of air, chilly as a New England winter, licked across her hand. The skin on her arms and the back of her neck prickled with goosebumps. Any moment, she would receive her answer. An eerie meow wafted out of the darkness. Reaching inside for the light switch, Freya snapped on the old-fashioned hanging lamp with its onion-shaped glass globe to reveal her empty living room. Well, it wasn't empty of furniture, nor of books. She had plenty of books. And there were also plenty of dust bunnies, truth be told. Unlike television's Samantha Stevens, around whose statue tourists clustered in downtown Salem, real witches couldn't wriggle out of housework with a wiggle of their nose. But there was one thing totally absent from her apartment. A cat. Or rather, no living cat resided here. The ancient floorboards beneath her worn carpet creaked as she left the door and crossed to the center of the living room. Meow to you too, baby cat, she announced to the area at large. The ghost probably wasn't a kitten. He could shift chairs if he wanted to. She had seen her kitchen chair squeak and stutter into a reel on the linoleum like a little invisible bull was pushing against one of its legs. So he was probably an eighteen-pound Maine Coon Tomcat. Nevertheless, she thought of him as her kitten. "'I heard that,' a cultured male voice chided from behind her. Freya whirled to face Mr. Harrison, standing in her doorway, a piece of paper, clutched in one of his burly fists and a smirk on his face. Her good mood evaporated in an instant. Oh, why, oh, why hadn't she closed her door immediately? You have a cat, Mr. Harrison continued as he strode inside, wagging his finger at her as if she were a naughty child. Your lease specifically says no pets, Miss Amador. And there aren't any. She tried to sound polite, but she knew her irritation was showing. The man had seemed so nice and respectable when she filled out the rental application. Attractive, even. Then after she moved in, he had started popping by at inconvenient times with dubious excuses. Though he wasn't threatening, he was getting to be a terribly tiresome nuisance. Especially since his excuses never involved her requested repairs nor updates to the apartment. Yet, she could not leave. She loved her haunted home, or rather, she loved her ghost cat. While rumor had it, there were several haunted buildings in historic Salem. There was only one with a spectral kitty, a kitty who had become as much of a pet to her over the past three years as any real cat could be. He had been her first companion when she was new in town. Only for him, had she endured her increasingly annoying landlord. Mr. Harrison prowled around her living room. Unfortunately, he didn't believe in ghosts. They had this conversation before. It had been closely followed by a lecture on why he thought Wicca wasn't a valid religion. She sighed, as he wasn't going to believe he had just heard a phantom. She would simply have to show him she had not broken the lease. And the sooner she convinced him of that fact, the sooner he would leave. You can see for yourself, she offered in measured tones, one arm gesturing to the rooms beyond. No cat. Freya followed Mr. Harrison from room to room as he searched for the forbidden feline. It was a small place. The search did not take long. But it certainly felt interminable. Each time he passed one of her pentacles, he snorted and she had to sharply remind him not to touch the objects on her altar.